We've all seen gruesome scenes of torture, abuse, and death in movies, shows, or videos. Gore and violence are so prevalent that seeing such images have become normal and banal for many of us now. But for some, real became reality when bloody, dismembered pieces of cats started showing up all throughout a once quiet neighborhood. I'm your host, Hepburn, and you're listening to the Voiceless Speak Forever podcast, a true crime podcast dedicated to exposing the many misdeeds and abuses done to animals. And every week, I'll be covering a new animal abuse case. Today, I'll be covering the Craigslist cat killer case. In January of 2019, in St. Peter's, Missouri, A resident of a small suburb stepped out onto their front yard to take in the solitude of the early morning. Things are mostly still except for the occasional soft blows of the wind. The air was sweet and their nose wasn't quite so cold yet that they needed to head back inside. It was nice to be standing out there alone. But just as they were about to head back in, they saw something from the corner of their eye. By their mailbox was a furry lump of something. Drawing closer to the specimen, laying before them, was a dismembered corpse of a cat, its blood seeping out of its still warm body. From January to May, the residents of the suburb kept seeing pieces of cats here and there. No one knew when they would see one or what part of it they would see. They went about their days with apprehension, always expecting something to crop up. The anxiety soon subsided, however, when someone spotted a white Toyota Camry slowly rolling along Wild Deer Lane, discarding something from a bag alongside the street. Curious, the witness waited until the car passed before inspecting the materials left behind. Slowly walking up to the items, they saw four badly mangled cat bodies, an adult and three kittens, lying on the side of the street. Horrified, they immediately called the police. It wasn't hard finding the perpetrator. The police were able to quickly match the description of the car with a car in the neighborhood. It belonged to Kane Alexander Lozado, a 20-year-old local resident. Kane didn't fit the profile of a killer. He was, by all accounts, an average person. He got good grades in school, worked at a hospital serving the elderly, and had no priors. Maybe the most provocative thing about him up to that point was a quote on his Facebook cover page, a verse from the Bible, Psalm 46.10, Be still, and knowing that I am God. Perhaps this was an early indicator of things to come, for a person who saw himself as a god, and therefore the judge, jury, and executioner of the animals he would go on to torture and kill. When the authorities came for him, they found him slumming it at his grandparents' home. When he opened the door, the police immediately spotted scratches all over his arms, hands, and fingers. When he was questioned about the injury, he stated that they were all just from an elderly woman at the hospital and that they weren't cat claws at all. But the questioning was too much for Kane. He eventually admitted to the killings that he had been killing since January 2019 and had murdered at least 12 cats up to this day. In addition, He admitted that 
He had sourced all the cats from Craigslist. He would scour their listings until he found cheap or free kittens or adult cats, lied to the owners that he would take good care of them, and when the cat was in his possession, he tortured them until they died. He wanted to see the fear in the cat's eyes. He enjoyed hearing their screams for help, and their struggle to live aroused him. In his hands, the cat's necks were broken, their lungs filled with water until they suffocated to death, their heads stomped on and beheaded, and their limbs chopped off. And when he was done, he casually drove all along his neighborhood, throwing the remains wherever he wanted, and traumatizing the unlucky souls who found them. When people found out about his crimes, he got what he deserved. The hospital he worked for suspended him, resulting in his resignation. His Facebook page was flooded with mean and angry comments condemning him, and one of his acquaintances, Jenna Seidel, even said this, Any person that can hurt a defenseless creature is the worst kind of person and a coward. He's literally a human garbage pile. But while he was vilified by the public, it remained to be seen if the judicial system would swing soft or hard. Kane was either going to be charged with misdemeanor or felony animal abuse. The charge would be based on whether there was mutilation occurring while the cat was alive or not. If the cat was alive, then it would be deemed a felony. However, if the mutilation occurred post-mortem, then it would be considered a misdemeanor. Since the police observed scratches on his arms, hands, and fingers, and ascertained that they weren't from human nails but cat claws, they concluded that the cats were definitely alive during the maiming and the mutilation. So, Kane was charged with two counts of felony animal abuse. His bail was set to $50,000, and the judge made it clear to him that the normal 10% of the bond that would ensure his release wouldn't apply to him for him to get out. Not only did he need to pay in full and in cash, but he was the one who needed to pay it. But as stern as that might have sounded, he never needed to pay that $50,000 to get out of jail because his lawyer was able to convince the judge that he needed to be transferred to an inpatient psychiatric facility for evaluation and treatment. And after his treatment was done, Kane was granted pre-trial house arrest. Not wanting to go to trial, on June 2nd of 2020, Kane pled guilty to felony animal abuse and received four years in prison. While this isn't a strong enough sentence for an animal serial killer, it's definitely something. Since animal abusers don't usually get jail time, and if they do, it's for a few months. A period that never matches the horrific crimes that have taken place. So, while it's not a long enough sentence for what he's done, it's still something and can be viewed as a small victory for animal advocates and lovers everywhere. So that was the Craigslist cat killer case. This case really illustrates perfectly how dangerous it can be to rehome or sell a pet without proper vetting and doing it on a semi-shady site like Craigslist. If you're trying to rehome an animal or you know someone who is, please remember to contact a rescue or a shelter to see what the best and safest steps are before you do it. As always, please remember to subscribe, tell someone about the podcast, and give it a review if you like it.
that good review is important if you're listening on Apple as it helps us rank, which would allow us to get onto more people's radars and get more listeners. And you can always follow the Voices Speak Forever's Instagram account, the period VSF period official, to see some cute pics of animals and just detox from the world. And if you want, you can sign a petition asking for the end of animal cruelty images on social media sites and streaming platforms on change.org. All of the sites I mentioned can be found either in the show notes or on Podbean if the links aren't showing up properly. But before I go, I do want to give out my sincerest condolences to Papa and the King on Instagram for the loss of her bunny, Audrey. You were a fantastic mom to her, and she will forever be running by yours, Emeritus, and Elvis's side. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next Wednesday. Toodles! Thank you.